You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Hey, listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We're going to begin a new series, and this is my leadership edition. Whether you're an aspiring leader, you want to be one, but you don't have a position or a title, I'm going to get you ready for it. Or maybe you're in a new leadership role or you are an experienced leader. We can always grow in our leadership. But I'm so happy to have you with us today. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination, not an event. That's why I'm thanking you for taking the journey with me. We're going to begin a series that is going to challenge you. It challenges me. It's entitled Leadership is Not for Wimps. Come on, say that. Leadership is not for wimps. The theme of this series is courage. We're going to be dealing with courage. The underlining theme through all these lessons, different parts and subtitles, but the underlining theme is courage. Courage. As a leader, you must possess courage. Our background texts and these leadership uh, principles are based on biblical principles. Joshua 1, 6, chapter 1, verse 6 and 9 in the New Living Translation. Moses the outstanding leader of the nation of Israel has died. Joshua is Moses' successor, and God gives him some instructions. In Joshua 1, verse 6 and 9, God says to Joshua, Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors. This is my command. He said, I swore this to your ancestors, a land that I would give them. This is my command. Notice, command, not a suggestion. Be strong. Be courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We're talking about leadership is not for wimps. We're talking about courage. Aristotle called courage the mother of all virtues. The mother of all verses, because without it, he says, you cannot perform the others. The same could be said of leadership. We're talking about courage and leadership. Leadership takes courage. Leadership takes courage. Oh, I want you to get this. 
Leadership takes courage. Be courageous. Be strong. Don't be afraid, God said to Joshua. Leadership takes courage. It involves making bold and often unpopular decisions. Bold decisions. When you're a leader, you have to make bold decisions. And often these decisions are unpopular. It takes courage to be a leader because leadership involves dismantling old traditions and folk will fight you for their traditions. Leadership involves dismantling old traditions and embracing new methods, new ideas, new creativity, new innovation. Leadership is not for wimps. Now, this series is has three parts in it. It's going to be a thorough series. It has three parts. And I want to give you an overview of the three parts. Parts one, we have a subtopic that we'll begin today, and it's entitled The Quality, Courage, the Quality Every Leader Must Possess. That's what we're going to talk about in part one. We'll begin that today. In part two, we're going to talk about decision-making. And the subtopic of part two is decisions will make you or break you. And then in our third part, on courage, we're going to talk about criticism. And the subtopic is when people say bad things about you, it's going to be a blast. You, you can miss. Don't miss a single lesson because leadership is not for wimps. You can't, you, you, you can't be a wimp and lead. You got to have courage. So let's begin part one, lesson one today. And, and, and this part, remember, is entitled the part one, several lessons. Part one is entitled the quality, courage, the quality every leader must possess. Courage, the quality every leader must possess. Now, our subtopic for today's lesson is courageous or wimpy? <laughs> are you courageous or are you wimpy? So as always, we want to define our terms. So what is a wimp? What is a wimp? Well, when you look up the word, the word wimp is both a noun and a verb. As a noun, a wimp, a wimp is a person who is not strong brave, or confident. A person, in this case a leader, that is not strong, a leader that's not brave, and a leader that's not confident. But this word wimp is also a verb, and as a verb it means to fail to do or complete something as a result of fear or lack of confidence. To fail 
is a verb to fail to do or complete something as a result of fear of la- fear or lack of confidence. Can't be afraid if you're a leader. That's what God said to Joshua, be not afraid. Lack of confidence. So in this lesson, courageous or wimpy, let's look at the characteristics of a wimpy leader. And I must admit, you know, I passed it for over 40 years, and I must admit that especially early in my ministry, I was wimpy. I was a wimpy leader. So let's let's look at Saul, the first king of Israel. Saul, the first uh, leader of king of Israel, was a weak leader. He was a weak leader. First Samuel 15, 24 in the Message Bible gives us some insight on his weak leadership. And this is at the end of his uh, leadership stewardship because God rejected him. Listen to what it says. Saul gave in. He's talking to Samuel. Saul gave in and confessed, I have sinned. I've trampled, roughshod over God's word and your instruction, Samuel. I care more about pleasing the people. Talking about a wimpy leader. I care more about pleasing the people. I let them tell me what to do. Characteristics of a wimpy leader. And I think I have maybe six uh, 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 more characteristics. You may not find yourself in each characteristic, but if you're a leader, I want you to listen to these characteristics. I found myself in several of these characteristics as I look back on, on my leadership, especially in my early uh, leadership journey. Here's a, the first characteristic of a, a wimpy leader is always have excuses. Always. Have you ever had leaders, they, they come up short in some area and they always have excuses. An excuse is an exemption for responsibility. The reason why this didn't happen is because of this. And the reason why I didn't do what I said is because of this. And the reason why we came up short, they always have excuses. A leader, and if that's you, I want you to evaluate yourself. Self-evaluation time, self-reflection, That's not bad. That's healthy because you can't change if you don't know or have what we talked about in one of our series, leading yourself, personal self-awareness. Always have excuses. A wimpy leader, number two, uh, engages in conflict avoidance. Now, I saw this in my leadership, especially early in my leadership. Conflict avoidance. People or leaders often do this 
because they're afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of feeling uncomfortable, afraid of getting hurt, afraid of being rejected, afraid of feeling uncomfortable. Listen, I was a master at conflict avoidance. I was just in my early 20s when I first began to pastor. And, and I'm telling you, I identified conflict. All of it was the devil. Conflict was a symptom of, of us not being a great church. I didn't understand conflict is inevitable. So I just wanted to avoid it. Anytime conflict arose, I pray God talk to him. God speak to him. God work it out. I didn't want to have anything to do with conflict. And and really, it, in transparency, I think my avoidance had to do with several things. It had to do with immaturity. I was a novice, really. Uh, just a young believer. I was a novice, very immature. I had uh, some health issues, not physical, emotional I was struggling with rejection, so I'm always trying to, to, to protect myself from re being rejected. And I just didn't like the feelings of discomfort that came with conflict. So I always wanted to avoid it. What about you? Conflict avoidance. Once you, if, if that's a practice, you're always trying to avoid it, then you are a wimpy leader. A third characteristic of a wimpy leader is given to procrastination. Wimpy leaders are given to procrastination. They're always putting everything off. And, and there's a, 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 a root, there are root causes often when people are given to procrastination. The fear of making a mistake. The fear of rejection. The fear of men. When we have the fear of men, what they're going to say, the fear of rejection, will they love me? The fear of making a mistake. I didn't want to make a mistake. Now I realize in this state, in my this condition, in my leadership journey, I realize that mistakes are inevitable. But when your heart is right, and this is something I learned, and you're trying to obey God, God will keep you even when you make mistakes, given to procrastination. I didn't have this other characteristic, but some wimpy leaders do. Follow the pack. You just follow what everybody else is doing. Thank God I didn't, I, I didn't do that. I didn't just follow this trend. I didn't follow this because there are always going to be trends coming and going. And some leaders, they just hop on the, on the bandwagon. This is good right now. Everybody's doing this. Let's do this. And they're just going with every fad and every trend. Wimpy leaders follow the pack. Another characteristic of a wimpy leader, and yes, I was guilty of this. 
given to people-pleasing behavior, wimpy leaders, and remember we define a, a, a wimp as a person who's not strong, brave, or confident. And there were times in my leadership where I was not brave, I was not strong, and I was not confident, and I was given to people-pleasing behavior. I needed people to agree with me in order to feel good about myself. I needed people to agree with my decisions. I really did. I worked hard. I worked hard. My wife would say, you're so slow. You're just so slow well, to, to make some decisions. And, and, and there were times when I, I didn't want to make a mistake. And then I, uh, I realized that, that there was going to be some rejection. And see, I wasn't healthy, and a leader cannot be healthy. I had some rejection issues that I had to deal with and overcome. I wasn't very healthy. And when you have rejection issues that are unresolved, you end up not only procrastinating, but you'll be playing into the people, wanting to please the people. The pleasing the people becomes high on your agenda. Now, you have to have people who walk in with you and a team. So I'm not talking about that, but I'm just talking about people-pleasing behavior. Uh, so, uh, I think George Myers calls it approval addiction. It's an approval addiction that you need people to agree uh, with your decision in order to feel good about yourself. And if they reject anything that you say or anything that you do, then you don't feel good about yourself. That's a health, emotional health problem. It's an unresolved issues. And, and listen, leaders have unresolved issues. I know they do because I had unresolved issues. Another characteristic of a wimpy leader is being unavailable in isolation. You know, wimpy leaders hide out in their office. They just hide out. They always hiding from folk. You know, that's a wimpy leader. They they hide and they dodge and, you know, <laughs> they don't want to deal with things. That's a wimpy leader. Now, let's talk about the characteristics of a courageous leader. And I'm just so glad that that I began to grow. I, I, I began to grow. But a big part of growth is to self-evaluate and be honest with yourself, having integrity with you and about you, not playing any games, not deceiving your own self, you know, believing that you are something that you're not, that kind of thing. I always wanted to be true to myself, and, and I always wanted to, to really have a, a, a handle on me, and if there were issues, then I want to deal with those issues. Now, let's talk now about the characteristics, because this series is, the theme of it is courage, the title, the series title is Leaders Are Not Wimps. 
Leaders can't be wimps, okay? But this question in this subtitle for this lesson is, are you courageous or are you wimpy? Are you courageous or are you wimpy? So we looked at some characteristics of a wimpy leader. So let's look at some characteristics of a courageous leader. Saul was our uh, uh, model of a wimpy leader, but Jesus has to be. If you're a Christian, you love the Bible, you're a disciple of Christ, you know that Jesus was the most courageous leader. He was just absolutely bold. So in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 through 21, Jesus communicates his agenda, his platform in the New King James Version. He's speaking to his hometown crowd, people that he had been raised up in Nazareth as a little child. They, these people knew him, his mother, and they knew his dad, Joseph, and they knew his sisters and brothers. And some of his uh, relatives were, were probably in the audience when he said this. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, recover the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he began to say, verse 21, he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Now, you have to be a Bible student, and I'll, I will inform you. What Jesus is doing is quoting what Isaiah said over in Isaiah 61. In Isaiah 61, he is prophesying hundreds of years earlier the Messiah, the one that Israel would, would come and would be a savior, the Messiah. And here Jesus stands up in front of his hometown crowd, the people who knew him as a little child and a, a teenager and a, a kid and, and a young adult working in a carpenter shop, and he stands up Ask for the scriptures, turn to Isaiah 61, and begin to quote the prophetic declaration of the Messiah. And then he says to them, I am the one. That was one of the boldest statements you could make. Because the crowd responded like, who does he think he is? I know his mama. I knew his dad before he died. I, his brothers and sisters lived down the street from me. I watched him running up and down these dusty streets. I watched him work in the carpenter shop. And he's going to stand up there and say that he's the Messiah. Who do he think he is? And the Bible said they grabbed him and were going to throw him across the cliff. And began to confuse him as a false prophet. 
But Jesus knew who he was, and he was bold. He was a courageous leader. Now watch this. Let's look at some characteristics of a courageous leader. A courageous leader chooses to hold on to his or her principles, values, and convictions rather than compromise for profit, growth, or prestige. Courageous leaders, they choose, they make the choice to hold on to their principles, hold on to their values, hold on to their convictions rather than compromise for profit, growth, and prestige. As I began to grow, and mature as a pastor. There were opportunities for me to compromise my convictions and compromise my values. And one value that I, I had and one conviction that I had as a pastor is that my leadership was a stewardship. And that this stewardship that God had given me had within it influence. And I had certain convictions and values about how I would use my influence. And I'm reminded of, of several occasions where People, some members of our church, others, business people outside of our church, and they all came with propositions, not illegal propositions, not immoral propositions. For example, one uh, business person had some kind of, uh, of card, telephone card, and he said that if you will uh, enter into a partnership with me, wasn't illegal now, wasn't immoral, it was a legit proposition. And you will offer this card to your congregation. It will save them on their uh, phone bill. And then we'll take parts of the profit that they bring, uh, that they give toward the sale of the car, and we'll give the church 10%. Now, what was at stake here? He, he, the proposition, legal proposition, was that if I would push this telephone card, this some kind of card to my congregation, and he came to me because I have influence with the people that I pastor. If you will get them to take this card, to buy this card, it'll sell, it will save them on their telephone bill. Well, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. There's nothing more about that. And some of our members probably would have liked that idea. And they probably would have would have uh, bought the card, and then the church gonna get ten percent out of every all the sales. Wow, that's that's profit there, and all of it was legal. Nothing was illegal. Nothing was immoral. The the businessman who was trying to get 
me to embrace this proposition, was a Christian, was not trying to, to do anything illegal or immoral. But I rejected that and I rejected things like that on a, on a regular basis because I had a value. I had a conviction that my stewardship it, it, that God gave me and the influence that God gave me was to promote him and promote the kingdom and not products. Now, listen to me carefully so you don't cast an aspersion on other pastors and leaders who do stuff like that. I'm not saying it's immoral. I'm not saying that the pastor who does something like this is wrong. No, no, no. I had a value. I had a conviction that I was going to use my influence for what the words say. And my value, my conviction is that if I get them buying into products— then I got to keep doing that. And it becomes a, 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 a way, a method of getting resources for the church. And I feel like my conviction, not some other conviction that ties and offers was God's way. I would push that because that's God's way. I see that in the scripture, but I thought it would, my conviction, not some other pastor, don't go to the past and say, well, you know, you wrong. No, don't do that. My conviction was that it would be a wrong use of my influence because Leaders choose to hold on to their principles, their values, their convictions, rather than compromise. And for me now, it would be a compromise for profit, growth, or prestige. What is a, a, a courageous leader? What are the characteristics of a courageous leader? Courageous leaders are Bold. Boldness to speak up when one's opinions and perspective is unpopular. When, when, when opinions are unpopular, perspectives are unpopular, the, the, the courageous leader is bold to speak up. Bold to speak up. And I, I, there were some areas that I knew were going to get me in trouble, but I was going to speak up. There, there are two areas as a pastor that that were unpopular, and and one was the money area. The Spirit of God told me the subject of money is unpopular. That's what He told me. I wrote it down in my journal. Then He, but He, on the other hand, He said, "I want you to deal with the money issue." Well, you told me it's unpopular, but you want me to deal with it. Then He told me why. He said they're working every day and barely making it. In other words, he said, my people are working every day and barely making it. In other words, he didn't want them to work every day and barely making it. And he has principles in the word that relates to money and relates to giving because he told me, give them an opportunity to give. In other words, he was saying it's unpopular, but I want you to deal with it. And then I want you to teach them and give them an opportunity to give because in their giving, they will receive and I will break this, this issue in their life, this poverty lack in their life where they're working every day and barely making it. So now I got to make a decision. I got to make a decision. 
I got to make a decision. I know it's unpopular because God said it. I know some people is going to think wrong of me and question my motives. I know that because the Spirit of God told me that it's unpopular. But he also told me to deal with it. He also told me to give the people an opportunity to get. He also told me that the people, his people are working every day and barely making it. So because I want to obey him and not please the people, I did it. Now, I brought some, brought some persecution and name calling and stuff like that. But your integrity will preserve you. Another area that's unpopular was unpopular. Woo, is we're talking about race, teaching about race. And I would Ever so often, the Spirit of God spoke to me, said, it needs to be dealt with. He said, this issue of race in the church, racial prejudice in the church, <clears throat> in the church, and he said, needs to be deal with, dealt with. And over the years, I'll come up with a series that dealt with race, and I teach it on television, teach it to my congregation. I got a series on our church app called When Color Doesn't Matter. I came up with a book called Muted Voice. Boy, that brought me some serious problems. Folk did not like that. Oh, my goodness. I get responses from people on television calling me a racist and ooh, just got a lot of flack. People did not like that. But a courageous leader will be bold to speak up when, when one's opinion and perspective is unpopular. Another characteristic of a courageous leader is willingness to let go of the old way. Watch this now. A willingness to let go of the old way when it doesn't work anymore or it doesn't fit the new direction or the present situation. Think about that. You're a leader. And maybe you are new in your church or maybe you've been there for years and you did something a certain way. But that certain way doesn't work anymore. It worked at one time, but people change, seasons change, times change, situations change. So the way you did it doesn't work anymore. It's a program. You've been doing it for years. Nobody show up to the program. Nobody's doing that anymore because the seasons change and the culture change. And it doesn't work anymore or it doesn't fit the present situation. It doesn't fit your present uh, direction that you're going in. And then bold leaders are willing to let it go. And it takes boldness because there are some people, they'll hold on to things even if it's not working. And their 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 members, you're a pastor. I'm a pastor. I was a pastor. Their members, they want to hold on, but why? Because they started the program. They was a part of the program. They was a part of this ministry. They was a part of that. And they don't care whether it fit anymore. They don't care whether it's productive anymore. They don't care whether culture change. That's what I want. And so a bold leader have to be willing to let go. Things that don't work anymore, things that don't fit the present situation or the direction. A bold leader, a confident leader, a courageous leader uh, will voice a new idea, a new innovation, and they're willing to accept the risks that's involved. Any new idea, any new innovation is going to have risk, which means 
if possible, that it may not work. But a courageous leader is willing to voice that new idea innovation. A courageous leader possesses the strength to have difficult or uncomfortable conversations and make difficult and uncomfortable decisions. Listen, if you're going to be a courageous leader, you're going to have to have some difficult conversations, conversations you ain't going to have, but they, you're going to have to have them, and you're going to have to make some difficult decisions. And one of the most difficult decisions that I made as a pastor was to terminate an employee. That was the hardest thing to do. But if you are a courageous leader, you're going to have to have difficult conversations with people, uh, difficult conversations with direct reports, subordinates, peers. You're going to have to have some difficult conversations and you're going to have to make difficult decisions if you're going to be a courageous leader. A courageous leader A characteristic is openly seeking and receiving unfiltered feedback with the intent to learn, improve, and change. Openly seeking. When you are a courageous leader, you're going to seek and receive unfiltered feedback. In other words, you're going to let people give you feedback and and you're not going to put parameters around it where they can't say what they want to say. It's going to be unfiltered feedback and you want the feedback so that you will uh, learn, improve, and change. Takes courage to do that. Takes courage to get, let people create an environment where people can be honest with you. Just take courage. Because listen, they're not going to always say things you like about what's going on, and they're not going to always say things that you like about how you perform, your behavior, and your leadership style. So it takes courage. The final characteristic of a courageous leader is courageous leaders are unafraid to embrace diversity, ask for help, say no, admit mistakes, and show genuine emotion. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. I said a courageous leader, a characteristic of courageous leadership is being unafraid to embrace diversity. People that are different than you are have a different perspective, different knowledge level, different ethnicity, They're unafraid to embrace diversity. They're unafraid to ask for help. They're unafraid to say no, because you have to say no. Sometimes they're unafraid to admit mistakes because it takes courage to admit, I didn't do it right. I blew it. I was wrong. I, I messed up. It takes courage to do that. And it takes courage to show genuine emotions. Nothing wrong with showing genuine hero emotion. The Bible said Jesus wept, and the people saw him weeping. So there's nothing wrong with that. Proverbs 28, as I close today, 
verse 1, says, The righteous are bold as a lion. Say, that's me. Come on, say that. That's me. Come on, say that. That's me. I'm the righteous, and I'm bold as a lion. Say this. I'm a bold, courageous leader. Come on, say that. I'm a bold, courageous leader. Listen, thank you so very much for this opportunity to share with you today. And remember, leadership is not for wimps. Look forward to seeing you in our next episode because we got a lot to say about this courage thing.